But Commander, the fact remains that we destroyed the Donan fleet. As soldiers, I believe that it's only right that we be honored for such a meritorious act. Absolutely. Does that mean you want to go and accept the medal? Aye, sir. Until we complete repairs, it isn't wise to move the ship. Oh, that's okay. We'll just take the Galileo. Take the Galileo? Oh, it's only going to take an hour. You can go by yourself. Uh, you want to come? Me, sir? Uh, uh, I'd be glad to. If the captain leaves the ship, the first officer must remain to take responsibility. Uh, oh, good point. Going with another guy probably wouldn't be fun anyway. That's not what I'm saying, Captain. Miss Kim. Huh? Mm. Mr. Katori? Um, Come uh, on. I'm sure there's going to be plenty of great food at the party. Everyone is busy. That's right. Oh, I got it. That's what I'll do. Don't worry. I'll bring you all back a doggy bag. See ya. Welcome to Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes in their 40s talk about anime. To me, he's just Andy. Andy? Aww. It's Andy. Hey, it's me. Andy, Andy, Andy. Say it three times in the mirror and I'll come at you. But you give him a towel afterward, right? I caught a warm towel. <laughs> Spooge! I'm amazed he's still alive. It's Bill. Pick a reason. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> And I'm not the type to be discouraged, as anybody knows. Wink, wink. I'm Matt. <laughs> wow. Things got, things got a little raunchy. That's the horniest thing I've ever heard Matt say. <laughs> it really is the horniest <laughs> I've ever seen Matt. That was, that was pretty good. Hey, guys. Hi. Hi. <laughs> wow. Uh, hey, we're back with another episode of Tuning Japanese. We are reviewing the irresponsible Captain Tyler. And he is he is pretty irresponsible. Bill, on a scale of 1 to 10, how irresponsible would you say Tyler is? I would say he's Captain Tyler irresponsible, which is higher than 10. Oh. They've renamed it for him. That's, that's true. That's true. Matt, on a scale of 1 to 10, how irresponsible is Captain Tyler? Um, uh, Five, maybe? Wow. <laughs> that's leaving a lot of room for irresponsibility. He's... He's irresponsible where a lot of people want him to be responsible, but he's perfectly responsible in many other ways. Mm, I don't know about that. Uh, I say he's at least a seven. I suppose he doesn't just, like, put babies down and walk away. <laughs> Yet. Yet. Or, or has he? Or, or has he? We don't know. We'll nev we we'll, may never know. That very special episode. How you guys doing? Doing okay. I'm still fine. <laughs> like I was an hour ago. Nothing changed. Shh, don't break the illusion, <laughs> Bill. No, nothing has changed. <laughs> nothing, nothing has changed. We're here today to talk about episode 14 of The Irresponsible Captain Tyler. It's titled Equation of Kindness. Aww. Sounds like math. It sounds, it sure do sound like math. That sounds like hippie math. 
I'm out. That's common core. <laughs> I don't do math. Uh, math is math is not our enemy. Math is our friend. Math is math is numbers and sometimes says letters. you. <laughs> math says math. the reason we weekly go. Yeah, good thing he teaches English and not math. <laughs> <laughs> and math takes up almost most of my name, but oh my it's spelled a little weird. You can't spell <laughs> Matthew without math. Yeah, Matt. <laughs> if you if you take the math out of Matthew, it's just two. <laughs> <laughs> the most accurate thing that has ever been said about me. <laughs> you fucking got me. <laughs> oh my god, that's really good. Uh, oh man. Uh, hey, does anyone have anything they want to talk about before we get into this episode? It's going to be way too late to be important, but we watched Echo. It was good. It was pretty good. I have not watched it yet. So only five episodes. So give me, give me the, yeah. give me uh, non-spoilery thoughts on it. There's Native American stuff. Great Native American representation. Um, although it really shows how few Native American actors there are, because like there were five people from Reservation Dogs. I just kept being like, "Hey, that that's big. Oh, that that's Maximus." <laughs> That's a Laura. What the shit? <laughs> a small pool, unfortunately. Good representation of both disability and native culture, I think. As a as a white dude, I I think it was good. <laughs> I think they did a good I, job. I hope it was good. I mean I think I hope they did a good job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just Echo trying to break ties with her adopted father, the Kingpin. And also I Lost my shit when I figured out that the reason she had that in the comics had that white hamper in her face is because this is it. This is Echo in sign language. Oh. Oh. Neat. Okay. I caught her doing it in the show and I was like, if she says about an Echo or something, she kept doing this. And I was like, that's why she had that hamper on her face. <laughs> I thought that was just 90s edginess. So, so your assessment is this is not as a lot of people thought going in. A show that's made for some reason and no one knows why, um, and actually is worth watching. That seems to be like that was a consensus going in. It's like we don't really know why this is going to be a show, like, but apparently it's going to be a show. Yeah, I can almost see why you say like nobody knows why this is a show because it's a character most people don't know, who is a side character in a different show that a lot of people didn't see, who aren't doing anything in the greater cosmic multiverse bullshittery that's going on. It was just a straight-up, street-level hero who was pretty cool. Duh. So, yeah, it doesn't tie into anything bigger, but I think that's one of its strengths, not one of its weaknesses. Uh, it's a step, I believe, in integrating the old Marvel shows. That's probably true, too. I'd be fine with that. Except Iron Fist. Iron Fist never counted. No. I mean, how can you when you're... It's a fist. One! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, let's get into our review of episode 14 of uh, The Irresponsible Captain Tyler. I'm ready. It's right. a me episode. It's a you. It's a you. Yes. And Matt, thank you. This wasn't a terrible episode this time, at least. <laughs> goit. We're, we're moving Wait, in the what? right direction. <laughs> Matt just went, Goit. <laughs> goit. Goit. What? Goiter, I think is what he wanted to say. <laughs> goit. All right, we begin. Thank you. We be it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we begin 
with that old jazzy music playing with a view of outer space as the crew is repairing the damage done to the Soyakaze after their narrow escape, victory maybe you might call it, I don't know, over Admiral (laughs) Donut and his entire fleet. As we learned last time, they ran away, so they won. It's not that. It's not no, that, that. That's that's wrong. It's Red Dwarf. Wrong one. I mean, there are spaceships on the outside of the ship working on it. I love Red Dwarf. <laughs> we should do a Red Dwarf podcast. We should. <sighs> we say that a lot. I know we do. <laughs> but that one, that one will stick. So Tyler has decided that he wants to show up and just kind of check on how the repairs are going. Like, he just kind of floats out in a spacesuit, which is probably my favorite part of the whole episode, where he's just like, hey, guys! (laughs) Hey! Just happily swimming through space. He is. Sup, guys? Uh, Do a good job! When he said working hard, I can't... I totally thought he was going to be more hardly working. (laughs) I... Yeah. I saw the episode twice, and I kept saying that in my head. Missed opportunity. Uh, so one of the, I can't remember who's all out there. I think Cryburn or Anderson is one of them that's out there. Yeah, they're both out there, and so is Charlie. Charlie, that's, I couldn't remember who the other guy was. I remember I remember him, I just couldn't remember his name. One of them notes about how Tyler isn't the type to be discouraged, um, even though Charlie. their ship has like, been destroyed, essentially. <laughs> and then we see Tyler swimming away. He's just like, keep on, keep on doing the good work, guys. It's not destroyed, it's trashed, but it's not, it's functional. It's it's not looking great. It, it keeps oxygen on the inside and it moves. Well, more on that later. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. So we cut to the Ralgons, where uh, Princess Deedlet has some harsher Wrong! words. Wrong! It's, it's, it's Deedlet. It's the voice of Deedlet. Uh, she has some harsher oh, words right. for Dom this time. Um, she's, she's not as amused by what happened to good old Donut. It's also the voice of Lena Inverse. If Josh were here, he would let me know that every time. <laughs> every single time. Um, but she doesn't blame Dom for this. She's upset. She's angry. But Dom is not the one to blame. Yeah, don't I, blame your Dom. The sub's in control. That's really. I, I blame myself for trusting you. <laughs> so they get to talking about how much that they want Tyler. And that's the phrase that they use. And I'm actually not sure which <laughs> ones, if any of them, mean sexually. Um, yes. <laughs> because they definitely use that term want him instead of like want him dead, want him captured. They want to see what he does in bed. I don't know who wants would want to see that more of the mm. two, in all honesty. He trip, fall, and dick first in him. Accidentally hit that thing that... Piece of the nerve that strikes off spontaneous orgasm. <laughs> Knock a tin unit into him. <laughs> I mean, he did it to a computer, so I could definitely see him. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Shia Haas may be dressed skimpily, but Dom, you're wondering what's under those robes, aren't you? I am absolutely actually wondering what's going on. I, I, yes, 100%. Space Netflix? Just saying, yes. He made a computer nut into sentience. <laughs> <laughs> and he's really good at bringing things that are not sentient or like not able to feel emotions to feel emotions more on that in this episode. We'll get there in a minute. But anyway, the princess wants Dom to bring Tyler before her alive. He also wants it. They, that's what they want. They want him. They want him bad. They want him so mad. Um, this is when we're introduced to a red they want a high five over him. Oh, that's, it's called an <laughs> Eiffel Tower. Um, so or an A-frame, if you will. 
So you see, Matt, like he'll, he'll Tyler will be in the middle, Dom will be behind, or maybe the princess with a strap on. I don't know. We'll be behind. And then someone's in front getting like, you know, the things like, you know, like little nibble nibble, um, little slurpee slurpee. Dude. Uh and then she's they're like sixteen. They, and they're facing there's no way. No. There's no way he's sixteen. She. Oh, she? Oh, she? The, the Empress. Oh. Well, oh. Dom's he, like nineteen or some such animation. Well, yeah, he's ancient. He looks he's gotta be at least twenty one. Like he looks ancient. <laughs> Anywho, well then ignore everything I just said. We are introduced to a red haired Ralgon. It is Shia Haas, I believe is how what her name is. Uh huh. Yeah. Do. Do Haas. She. Shia Shia Haas. I don't get the pun with her name. Is there a pun with her name? No, I don't think so. There's usually a pun, so that's why I was like, I was waiting for a pun, and I didn't get. A I pun mean, you can time. make one up, like uh, Shia Haas big boobs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'll go. With, I like that one. I'll go with that one. Um. Well, she's going to make up where Donut failed, essentially. Like, she, this is her job now, just to take care of Tyler. She's wearing his old clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Pulled it she out of the burning She looks incredible. Yeah, she's like, we have the same bra size. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we cut back to the Soyakaze. Tyler and his crew are actually rewarded for their efforts from Mafune. Who'd rather not. <laughs> Yeah, he definitely would rather not, but I guess he has no choice, like, because word is going to get back to everyone else, so he kind of has fine. to do something, you know. Yeah, fine, essentially, you're right. <laughs> like how Tyler just yawns right in front of him. He does, he yawns, yeah. and everyone's like, oh, come on, knock it off, dude. He's too tired to go get his medal and his reward. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to. You go. Yuriko, of course, does what she normally do, which is berate Tyler about the damage done to the ship. And like, well, why would you leave and go do things right now? We have a ship to take care of that you caused all of this mayhem with. I just had a thought. Oh, what is it? I wonder if Yuriko is named after a Yuri Gagarin. Probably not. I just thought about her main name is Yuri. And if you want to feminize Yuri, you put Ko at the end of it in Japanese. Maybe, but probably not. Absolutely, 100%. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I'll contact the author immediately. I'm sure you will. So Tyler decides, well, if no one wants to come with me, I'm just going to get on the Galileo, which apparently is a ship that I didn't know that I think they name dropped for the first time. Yeah. Yeah, It's like like their shuttlecraft. It's their shuttle, and that is a Star Trek reference. Yeah, Is it a Star Trek reference? To the... Star Trek, the original series, Galileo Shuttle, which had a couple episodes revolving around it. Okay, okay, that's cool. I like that. Yamamoto is on board to go. He's like, yeah, sure, I'll go, until he's reminded by Yuriko that um, when the captain leaves, you have to step up and and run the ship. Every party needs a pooper, that's why they invited you. Party pooper, (laughs) party pooper, (laughs) Yuriko... Tyler's okay with it, though, because he just realized right then and there, I don't want to go with a guy. That'd be boring. <laughs> and that's when he gets an idea. And we all know where this idea is going to go yeah. immediately. But he gets up and sandwiches? he runs off. Maybe sandwiches. But yeah, everyone turns Tyler down. He asks everyone, and they're like, no. And he's like, ooh, idea, and then runs away. I know who will go with me because they're super interested in everything I do. <laughs> Because they are a spy, and they want to know everything about me. Let's bring the spy along. I'm sure nothing will go wrong. 
It's VA okay. We go to the captain's doctor's quarters, and what is the weirdest fucking scene from this whole episode? Maybe this whole anime. Minus, <laughs> minus the uh the the making the the computer come. But like uh-huh. uh, but they but this is fucking weird. Potentially worse because the computer was consensual. So the doctor, I don't know if he gave him a shot in the ass or like or what it is, but he's got a giant this guy is laying with his ass hanging out on this table. He's got a big bandage, like a big cartoony bandage on one cheek, on his on his left cheek. Like he's like, oh quit whining and like slaps his ass really hard. Yeah, right in the right in the shot. Right in the shot. And then he sprays a mouthful of booze onto his ass and he says, Ah, uh-huh. that disinfected it. Yeah. Uh-huh. What? <laughs> What is this? What is what is happening? I know. I can't believe it either. He's using the good booze. Well, the doctor is uh, a mean drunk. <laughs> uh, he's fucking something. I don't even know what he... That's wild. It is a wild scene. It is a wild scene. As someone who gets shots in the ass once a month, uh, you do not let a drunk give you the ass shots. <laughs> well, the doctor's going to go on to the next person. But then we cut to Harumi having a monologue. Ah, uh, yes. She's like, ah, yes, I must fulfill my mission. Whatever that is. Because um, she's already told, like, Tyler. And then, like, Tyler's like, that's fine. So I assume she wasn't going to do anything from now on. Like, she was, like, part of the crew. But she's like, oh, I must fulfill my mission. I guess she's still got to send reports back. I guess. But then the doctor wakes her up from her days, and she seems confused that the doctor would call her absent-minded because she isn't programmed to be absent-minded. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I was. Uh, this is when Tyler pokes his head in, and uh, it's like, hey, what you doing? You want to you wanna come on to a secret mission with me? Yeah. <laughs> giving her the beckoning cat. Come uh-huh, on. Uh-huh. So they go, um, and uh, they get on the ship, they get on the Gal- Galileo, and they take off, and Harumi's like, what are we doing? To which um, Tyler's like, do you think rumors have spread about us yet? (laughs) (laughs) Do you think they think we're fucking? He doesn't say that direct quote, but like, that's kind of what he implies. That's, that's the intention. But Tyler's like, I don't want this rumor to get around because I want to share the love with every woman on the, on, on the ship, which is a a really bad line. I don't like that. No, Tyler, bad Tyler, hit him with the newspaper. Spray him it's with the water bottle. possible he meant it as best as possible, and it just came out fucking weird. Totes platonic, dude. Mm, it's mm. possible. <laughs> Totes not. With a, platonic with option to buy. <laughs> 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 so, um, Harumi starts beeping. Well, at least her, like, compact does. Her what starts beeping? <laughs> it's 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 not Luna. Um, she drops her compact, to which Tyler leans over and picks it up, and uh, she's like, w- w- "Shouldn't you be worried?" He's like, "Oh no, just take the call. It's fine. I'll be all right over here, not listening." Like and sticks his fingers in his ears, and then she starts talking, and then he hears her, and then she's like, "I thought you couldn't hear me." And he's like, "Oh, I can't hear you at all. What do you mean?" <laughs> A total Vasha stampede moment. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Again, yeah. I-, I love when Tyler is like Vash. It's it's. It's some of the best stuff. Um, apparently, the person calling is Shia Haas. And Jesus Christ, this shot, her boobs are fucking just hanging out. Yeah, they are. Christ on a cracker. There's a couple of shots of this. I, I'm not sure. I wasn't sure she wasn't just topless. And like shadows. Yeah, it, it definitely looked that way. 
She has a top, but most of it's the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> She's a top, but it's a, a bottom, top. really. She's a bottom top. Switch. She's a power bottom? I don't know. Anyway, um, so she's the one who's trying to get a hold of Harumi. Yes. Back on the Soyakaze, Anderson and Cryburn are just all up in arms about Harumi leaving. We can't trust her with the captain. What if What if something goes wrong? What if he's a lech? You know, like all stuff shit like that. Yeah. And this is when Kim picks up a transmission. <gasps> it's Ralgon's. Oh, no. Which is probably the worst time for the Ralgons to show up because they're still repairing the ship. Yeah. Yeah. The only the only worst time would be if somehow everybody was in the bathroom at the same time. That would be the op the worst optimal time, yeah. So they announce to the repairman, I think it's Yuriko that makes the announcement, uh, maybe, of like, hey, get back inside the ship. We have to figure out what the fuck to do. Yawn in here. And then they, they restrict the radio uh, broadcasts too. They're like, if we better like turn the radio broadcasts off because if they hear us, they'll know our, they'll know our position. Uh, maybe we can like just hide and maybe they'll miss us because it is space and space is vast and there's a lot of space. <laughs> <laughs> and space in shows like this is just the ocean. Yes. And the quieter you are, apparently you can't see. Yep. Can't see a ship. Very, very, very true in this episode. I have a lot of problems with this episode. And and some of the happenstance, we'll get there when we get there. By turning the transmissions off, that cuts Tyler and Harumi off from the rest of them. Yep. So to go back to last week's episode, Bill, maybe we'll get that moment where Tyler's pulled away from them. Possibly. Speaking of Tyler, Tyler is concerned that um, all of a sudden he says, wait a minute, Harumi, did you grab a dress? And Harumi's like, you didn't ask me to get a dress. And he's like, oh no, I don't have a dress shirt. We're going to a party. And Harumi's like, what? And he's like, we're going to turn this shit around. And she's like, what? And he's like, do it. And they, they pull a Yui. Your turn. Yeah. Captain's orders. They pull that Yui right into the break card. Welcome into the break card. It's Andy, and you're listening to an episode of Tuning Japanese. We are making our way through Captain Tyler, and uh, this is a pretty fun episode. It has its problems, as we'll see in the second half, but overall, I kind of enjoyed it. I hope you're enjoying it, and more importantly, I hope you're enjoying our discussion. Again, you can find Captain Tyler. All the episodes are actually on YouTube, the dubbed version. You can, uh, I think it's on streaming as well, if I remember correctly, on uh, Crunchyroll. You can check that out. I think it's only the subtitled version there. So if you prefer the sub or the dub, you've got some options uh, as we go through this particular anime together. Head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash tuningjapanese for bonus content. We released a bonus episode last week. We've got another bonus episode, another episode of our Tuning In, where we watch the first episode of an anime series and talk about it. We're going to be releasing one from a while back that we never released. It was uh, Breaker Battlelog. It's a Gundam series where we watch, I think, the first two episodes and talk about them. It's a lot of fun. I think you'll enjoy that discussion. And you can find that on our Patreon, again, at patreon.com slash tuningjapanese. Uh, just a heads up, Josh and I got to go see the Gurren Lagan movie, the first of the two, which is kind of a recap, a remix, if you will, of the first half of the series. And then we sat down and we recorded something. So we're probably going to release that. I thought about uh, attaching it here on this episode, but this episode's a little longer than I thought it was going to be. So we might release that as its own separate mini review on our main feed so everyone can listen to that. 
If you miss Josh as much as we miss Josh, you can go and listen to our conversation about the film. We kind of go back and talk about Gurren Lagann overall, which was Josh's first anime pick way back in season three. And uh, if you like our discussion on that episode, go and listen to season three and all of our reviews of that particular anime. Uh, it's not my favorite anime in the world, but the movie, as you'll hear from our discussion, maybe changed my thoughts a little bit. So you can expect that sometime in the near future as a bonus episode on top of our regular reviews. Speaking of reviews, let's get back into our discussion of Captain Tyler. Hope you're enjoying, and have a fantastic day. We're back on the Soyakaze, and apparently they have picked up not only the Railgun ship, but then they realize there's a second ship heading our way. It's Tyler, because Tyler like gets in on the emergency line. He's like, hey guys, I couldn't, I couldn't get a hold of you. I was really worried. What up? <laughs> and Yamamoto does my favorite thing that Yamamoto's done so far. <laughs> he says, Captain, you have to turn around and you have to escape. The Ralgons are here, and I we have to make sure the captain survives. Get out while you still can. And Tyler's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> um and actually this is this is one of the coolest parts. Tyler just snaps into captain mode. For the first time. Yes. Yep. It is actually really cool because he's like, no, uh, shut everything down, run silent. If you have to, we, we're, we're going to turn like literally everything off. They'll turn the oxygen. You'll have a half an hour of oxygen left. Do what you got to do to survive. And I'm like, how does Tyler know any of this shit? He watched a movie once. <laughs> yeah. Either that or he's been putting out a front. It's hard to tell with Tyler. You see, Tyler's father was a big fan of the movie The Enemy Below from 1957, in which... Nope, sorry, tangent. <laughs> Very possible. They not only shut down, but also Tyler says, well, they're going to find us, so we better shut down the Galileo as well. Yamamoto takes over command of the Soyokaze and uh, follows Tyler's orders. They shut down. Good plan? Bad plan? Adequate. Without really knowing the real-life implications of like the technology and stuff, it's hard to say. I suppose in this case, if it works, that was a good plan. If it does, it does. Yeah. Yeah. But as long as nobody loses their hat. It's not stupid if it works. We cut to the Ralgons shortly, um, really very quickly here. And they say, uh, instead of calling Harumi again, they just decide, let's take our time, Shia says. We've got all the time in the world. Let's just, let's just search through space. Back to the Soyakaze, we get shots of the crew in the dark, which are simultaneously kind of neat images, but also you could tell like little bitty shortcuts to do less animation and less drawing. <laughs> Makes me laugh, though. We we turn the lights out. Oh, no. And there's just a blank screen and voiceover. <laughs> for, for, for a brief bit. But then there's like, you know, like then like someone lights a match and they're like, turn that off. You're going to waste the oxygen. <laughs> and then the flashlight comes on. And for some reason, Charlie's making the scary face with it. Bill, a science question. Yes. I, I always hate when they say, like, you're going to waste the oxygen by talking a lot. Because that comes up a little later. Would that actually be true? Probably a little bit. I mean, you're you're breathing oxygen in and out no matter what. And your exhales are creating more carbon, or creating carbon dioxide when, when you're talking. If you really were talking quickly and excitedly, possibly. I don't know if it would make a big enough difference in, like, in this situation. But, yeah, you're probably using a little more oxygen talking. Okay. Yeah. Especially if you're able to, instead of talking, take really slow, shallow, measured breaths, 
But yeah, if you're just like, oh, 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 and then talking's <laughs> not going to make any difference. Depends on how much air you bring in to talk. Right. Don't take in a huge lungful before saying something, which I right. think Tyler does a couple times. He yeah. does. No wonder you can't breathe, you dingus. Yeah, you definitely want to do, like, the, the yogic, like, meditative, real slow, shallow, box-breathing kind of thing. Well, we cut back to Tyler again on the on the Galileo. Thank you for that science lesson, by the way. I appreciate that. <laughs> You're welcome. I, I very much. I'm going to ask you another science question in a few minutes. We'll be ready. Yay! That's what I'm here for. Science and dick jokes. Tyler notes that if they had run, that, well, they just would have chased us and killed us. Yeah. The, the Rogans are pretty smart that way. Yeah. And then Harumi's really surprised at how much Tyler seems to, like, understand or, like, give props to the Ralgons. She's also really impressed by the fact of how, like, he'll sacrifice himself for others. Being a good captain. And that's when Tyler starts to lose oxygen, because he's been talking too much. Yeah. He's like, ooh, I maybe shouldn't have been talking so much. This is bad. We're in this tiny little ship. We cut to the Soyakaze. Uh, they assume that the Ralgons know where they are. This is where I have science question number two or three. I don't remember what we're up to in this episode. Okay. They start whispering. They're like, we got to be really quiet because if we say, if we talk really loud on the ship, they'll be able to hear us. There's no way in hell they'd be able to hear them no matter how loud they talk to the ship, right? <laughs> Somewhat possible. I think the only way they do, like, there's no, it's a vacuum of space. So sound is not going to travel at all through space. I believe, though, like, the directional microphones they make, like, where you can, like, put the big earphones on and point it at, like, the big satellite dish-looking fucker mm -hmm. at, the, at the window, I think they do make laser versions of that. So, hmm. if they knew where the Soyakaze was already, and they pointed a laser microphone at them, and there's a window nearby that was thin enough to vibrate from talking, maybe. Huh. Yes. Yeah. It's a pretty long shot, but, but I'm not. I can see a way they could make. They could explain. Yeah, but they would have to know where they are in the first place to make it work. Right. The real answer I think you're looking for, Andy, is it's more of the same treating spaceships like submarines. Okay, that's because fair. You 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 can hear people talking on a submarine if you have a ship on the surface of the water sounding down. Well, they're certainly treating that like this in this episode. We'll get there. Yeah, it's very Star Trek. Yes. Back to Tyler. He's really fading at this point. And uh, Harumi's transmitter. Oh, this is where he the transmitter falls out, I think. I, at least I have it written here. Maybe maybe it was here and not earlier that the transmitter falls out and he picks it up and he wipes it off and he hands it back to her. I'm pretty sure it might have yeah. been here. I think I might have said that earlier. Yeah. So I apologize. I was you wrong That's on okay. that. Harumi asks, why he's so kind? Like, why are you just so very kind? Um, he doesn't really think himself as kind, though, he says. Um, he says that his crew is the kind one, and they're just important to him, and he's going to treat them the way that they deserve to be treated. And I'm just like, oh, Tyler, you're you're so great. Yeah, he's a good guy, ultimately. I mean, not even yeah. ultimately. Like, generally, that's his defining feature. And this is when Harumi's like, I'm an android! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry! But didn't he know that already, or did he not know that? I thought he did. No. No. Okay. Maybe just we did. Okay. Well, he yeah. isn't. Well, he like, isn't bothered. Yeah, he's like whatever. <laughs> In fact, he, it's rather, his response is rather subdued. He's like, "Oh, all right." Back to a previous question about uh, how irresponsible is Captain Tyler. He's 
totally responsible when it comes to the crew. He is. At least in, 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 as, in as much as he wants what's best for them. That's fair. I'd agree with that. Harumi cries real tears. <laughs> Which is weird. <laughs> it's very weird. I don't think she was programmed for that. I don't think she was either. Is the power of love turning her into a real girl? <laughs> yeah. She does have a locket. If she becomes Sailor Moon by the end of this, this is my new favorite anime. <laughs> Cyber Moon. If we if we oh, if we get a Sailor Moon S transformation with her, that's it. That's it. Best anime in the world. Uh, we go back to the Soyakaze. The Ralgons go right past them. Somehow not picking up that they're there. Literally on top of them. Because their lights, their lights are off. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. It's yeah. stupid. It's stupid. Submarine rules. Absolutely, one hundred percent would know they're there. Look, I'm sorry, Andy, but you'll have to take it up with Gene Roddenberry. I'm sorry he's dead, but that's just going to make it worth the effort. <laughs> Perhaps looking at their ship, they don't seem to have a lot of windows, so maybe they are doing a pure flyby sensor. In which case. It's just a inert piece of space junk. Maybe. Not, you know, there's no engine, there's no radio, there's no heat signature, there's no nothing. Maybe. I'll maybe grant you that. Yeah, it could be. So, and that, that's the one big flaw of the Railgun technology. Mm-hmm. No windows. <laughs> yep. Well, they decide, the crew, the last minute, that, you know what? No. We're gonna, we're not just gonna sit here and wait to die. We're going to fight. So Yamamoto makes the command, everything on, let's do this. And Star shouts out to get everything going. Um, and a fight is going to break out between them. We go back to Harumi again. She turns the air on to save Tyler. Like she can't handle it anymore. She says, I'm going to, I'm going to call the Ralgons. We're going to, the Ralgons are going to bring us in. And I promise you, I promise you, I'm going to make sure that you are safe. Yes. But I want you to live. She won't let them lay a finger on him, she says. Tyler, who wakes up, says, oh, don't worry about it. They're already busy. <laughs> and then points to the fact that they're getting ready to blow the shit out of the Soyakase. <laughs> it's battle time, guys. Yeah, they're dropping dropping bombs. Yeah. Space bombs. They're dropping plates on your ass, bitch. The Soyakase somehow <laughs> gets out of the sight of them. Hey, I hate this. I hate this battle is the dumbest. Directly the, underneath. The, stupid, yeah. the stupidest fucking... I'm, it makes me mad. They did the dozy do maneuver. No, I they, hate oh. it. It's so dumb. Like, I wanted something good here, and, and they just they just, they just cock block me here. It's so fucking ignorant. So, like, they just... Like, it's some, tried and true is it's what it dumb. is. It's dumb. No, it's dumb. It's so tried they, and true for so space they, shows. They sneak around behind him. They're like, where did they go? Oh, there they are. And then... Uh, makes no fucking sense. And then instead of firing... Katori is just like, let's just fucking ram him. Yeah. Hell yeah. And then just rush right through him. There's no let's do it, because he didn't he didn't ask permission. He just destroying. We're too close to fire. Just let me do this. Just completely wrecking this. Yeah. Slices him in two. And Shia Haas is on this ship, but somehow survives. I have so many fucking questions about how inane and stupid this is. <laughs> I'm gonna start pointing angrily like last episode. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> I'm very angry. <laughs> well, the front of the ship had a kind of a that that nose thing. So yeah, it, was, it was a wedge. It's basically. got a rammy prow on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then Shia Haas would be dead. 
Yes, she was. No, no, she, got to her, she got to her shuttle in time. They didn't show that. No, but they saw they oh, showed the shuttle going away. Fucking, fucking like a, <laughs> Metroid Eticoon's situation. That's why those all the exposed breasts don't have any nipples on. They're actually airbags. Oh, no, very, very buoyant. We would we would have seen the same thing in the original Star Wars if 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 Tarkin had gone to the ship that some guy asked if he wanted standing yeah, by. But Matt, Star Wars is bad. <laughs> <laughs> Bill's with it me on that is. one. <laughs> I've never heard Matt get that octave before. You know the you know the best thing about Star Wars when it was over. No, no. You know honestly, the best thing about Star Wars. What's that? Spaceballs. That's that's accurate. Spaceballs is the best thing about Star Wars. <laughs> Matt may not even be able to argue that one. <laughs> I, I I've probably seen it more. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Uh, so we go to the aftermath. The doc and the rest of the crew check on Tyler, and Yuriko admits that she was worried about him. And Tyler's really excited about that. You were worried about me. Oh. They note how Harumi seems just fine. Like, man, man, you you got out just fine. Tyler goes really in bad shape. And Tyler, Tyler, to his credit, does not rat her out, changes the subject, pushes along real quick so they don't think about yeah. it too hard. Love Tyler. Tyler's great. Tyler ends up on the floor. Yeah, yeah, he's on the floor. That's where I wrote this quote. It's the only quote I wrote down in the entire episode. Uh, Tyler, while he's while he's like his legs are sticking up, he's like, Yuriko, help me. And then she slaps his socked foot. <laughs> fucking weird um they cut to at anderson and cryburn who check out um harumi go to her and like they're like oh you didn't do anything to hurt you did he <laughs> harumi calls tyler a wonderful man wonderful and not the fool that everyone sees him as and they're wonderful like, how they're like what <laughs> i love it yeah harumi has an existential crisis uh, until she has <laughs> calls. Yeah, she does too. And they have a little talky talk, little girl talk, little catching up. You know, how you doing? What are you wearing? Um, you're not uh, you're not turning into a real girl from uh, <laughs> feelings of love. You you're not a Pinocchio, are you? Yeah. <laughs> you tell me if he's, you're a Pinocchio, right? He's goddamn androids. That's the one thing we can't stop. They all go Pinocchio eventually. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And sometimes it takes the love of a good man. That's true. But they always do. That's true. They do. They do. So so she tells... The last one had a good bagel in terms of... <laughs> she tells Harumi, it's time to capture Tyler. Unless he seduced you. And then Harumi like, doesn't respond right away. And she's like, oh my god, he, he did seduce you. It's like, no. Harumi asks if Tyler was going to be executed if, he do- if she does this. And... She is like, shut up. You're a, you're an Android and you don't have any use for emotions. And then she, Harumi's like, Oh, <laughs> like, like, no, like, and that goes in her head. Like, no, for, no room for emotions. And she's really sad. And that's how the episode ends. <laughs> There's like a f- flash of realization or something that we see. No there. emotions. That makes me sad. <laughs> I think she, I, I think she finally figured out right there that. That's she's experiencing human emotions. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, she seemed to be pretty confused about what was going on, but now I think she has a handle on it. Yes, I think so. So now is a part of the show where we talk about our final thoughts. And since this is my episode, I'll go first. It's a mixed bag. There's some good parts. There's some really good parts. Tyler's the best thing about this episode, which is not always the case. 
because Tyler sometimes doesn't play, especially in the um, the spotlight episodes. He played a lot more of like a took a back seat a lot of the time. Here he's very good. Hence it being a spotlight episode. Yes, the battle was bullshit. The space science was bullshit, and <laughs> I and I don't like that they that they took that they like split up this Harumi thing again here and just kind of like pasted it in randomly when I think they could have just handled it the last time. But that being said, I still enjoyed that interaction. The space battle just made it so bad for me. It was it's just a fucking fucking tease. Like I, this was going to be the moment where I was like, we're finally going to get a really good battle. And then we just don't, and I'm pissed off about it. I'm, again, I'm waiting for that good moment of, like, like the big heroics. We don't get it here. Although we do get Tyler being really good and really kind and being like a captain. That was good. A mixed bag. The best episode that I've had to review so far, thankfully, um, <laughs> compared to a lot of the other bullshit episodes I've been stuck with. Um, so uh, thankful for that. I tend to agree with everything you said. Uh, I just want to add the caveat that uh, Harumi is a decent character too. Like, I agree. You're actually, you're getting a character you kind you like who's having an arc. I agree with that. Duh. I mean the the yeah, the battle like there's only so much you're gonna get out of a space battle anyway, especially two big ships just like sitting there swinging away at each other. You don't get a ton of action out of big spaceships. Like I guess think of every, think of every start like Star Trek fight. There's not fighters, like, zipping around everything. It's just, like, a light beam. And then there's a light beam. And then one of them blows up sometimes. <laughs> like That's fair. It wasn't great, but it wasn't... Like, I wasn't amped up for anything great either. All right, Matt. What are your thoughts on this episode? Last week was one of your favorites. What do you think about this one? I really like this episode. But I seem to have a better and easier handle on suspension of disbelief. <laughs> and seen enough movies where they do this sort of thing for space battles. Movies and TV shows. That's fair. This was the first Dozy Doe I've ever seen. <laughs> and I I love the visual of one ship cutting another in half, or straight down the center. Much like one of the best Star Wars scenes from Rogue One, where... Rogue One was good. I, I, I will grant I enjoyed Rogue One a lot, so... Yeah. But I assume you're not a big fan of Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. I've seen it, but it's been a long time, and I probably only watched it because it was on TV. Because the, the, final, the final confrontation between Kirk and Khan is very much like this episode. Okay. Then probably you're, you're right. You're probably right. Yes, I would agree. The most important thing in this episode is Harumi's growth as a character. There's a moment which, which I think is beautiful. And that's where she says that she'll call, contact the Rauguns so they can be rescued. But then says that she won't let them lay a finger on him. Because in that moment, she has completely f gone from from a spy to a protector for Tyler. Yeah. And I think that's beautiful, especially coming from a robotic character. I'm on the record as preferring the uh, Blade Runner, the Blade Runner plot of Deckard being a replicant mm -hmm. and not a human being because I love the whole concept that an artificial intelligence can become a full artificial life form. More human than a human. Exactly. Although that's kind of bullshit. At least as human as a human, really. I mean, the only more human bit would be like maybe their durability or something. Right. But anyway, I love that shit. So I really like Harumi's 
what happens to Harumi in this episode. But I do, every time I watched this episode in the past, I really was like, okay, next episode. So you're interested in what comes next. Yes. Which is episode 15, Shiny, Happy, Deadly Germs. Joims! Joims! Ladies and joims. Ladies and joims. That's next time. That's a Bill episode. Huh. Yeah. Okay. All right. But for now, we've been recording for a while. It's time to it's time to put this one behind us so we can look ahead to the next one. Guys, thank you so much for once again. I appreciate it. Hi. That's what I appreciate thank, about thank, you. Thank, thank you. This is what I appreciate about oh, you. Oh, I got to watch that final season. I need to watch past season one. You do. Nah, no, Bill, Matt. Matt? Hi, yes. Who's tr- who, who, who brought us into this one? I don't remember. What are you going to bill me for? It was Matt. Matt brought us Matt. into this one. Okay. Matt! This has been Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes in their 40s talk about anime. I'm not the type to be discouraged by treating spaceships as submarines. I'm Matt. And to me, I'm just Andy. <laughs> Andy? Andy? Andy. Oh, I'm coming out of your mirror! Thanks. And, uh, I'm amazed I'm still alive. That's our other people. <laughs> I'm Bill. Oh, God, and we will see you next time. Kisses. You're whacking off of my toolkit. Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information on our show, visit tuningjapanese.com, where you can find links to our past eight seasons of the show, bonus episodes, and articles. You can also contact us on social media. Visit facebook.com slash tuningjapanese for updates, tweet at us at tuningjapanese, and email us your feedback and comments at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Please consider supporting our show by leaving a five-star rating and review wherever you listen to today's episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, or any other number of podcatchers. You can also go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese and support the show monetarily. There you can find bonus episodes and our special audio series, Tuning In, where we provide first impressions on a number of popular anime series. Special thanks to our Patreon supporters, Ryan Nash and Matthew Van Diver. Yes? Prepare to capture Tyler. What's wrong? Tyler hasn't seduced you, has he? No, the captain would never do that. Has she? Pardon, but are we capturing him to be executed on the Melva? That's no concern of yours. But... Fool, an android shouldn't care about such things. An android has no use for emotions. (gasps) No use for emotions. Is that clear? Begin the mission for which you've been preparing. That is all. Acknowledged.